your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Locked On NHL. Head on over to Locked On NHL today to listen to some local experts talk about their takes on their market and, of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have our first real big rumor of the offseason, and, of course, that is Matthew Kachuk supposedly wanting out of Calgary. But before we take a look at what's going on there, I must ask you to subscribe and follow Locked on Flames wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can, of course, stay up to date and never miss a beat. And, you know, I was very excited to finally have something to talk about in regards to the Flames, but I did not think it was going to be around Matthew Kachuk, and neither did my cat. So yesterday, a tweet came out that uh, Sportsnet... An analyst, Shane O'Brien, reported that Kachuk might want out of Calgary and he might be um, unhappy there. So, of course, you know, we got to break this down. And I would like to apologize for my cat. We are currently um, getting our sliding doors redone and we have to keep him in the office with us so he does not flee the apartment and become a feral cat once again. So, anyways, these are some unfortunate rumors to have to talk about. Again, rumors. And it's just one of those things that you aren't really sure how to approach because, you know, this could be something that's completely contrived, kind of like the rumors surrounding Gaudreau being unhappy in Calgary. And I don't know if I buy this. He could be frustrated. I would be frustrated too. I mean, if I didn't make the playoffs and had a down year, I would be frustrated and unhappy as well. But I don't necessarily think that this is something that we should be worried about, especially the fans. Kachuk is somebody that you build your franchise around, okay? I think that's pretty clear. We've been saying that for quite some time on this podcast even, and it just doesn't make sense to trade him to get, I don't want to say next to nothing in return, but you're not going to be able to replace that kind of talent. And Kachuk's only 23. He had the worst year of his career, but again, he is only 23. And I don't necessarily think that this is some sort of a contract negotiation tactic or anything like that. People are already saying that St. Louis has the pieces to, you know, pull off the Kachuk trade and all this stuff. And I'm just left here sitting, thinking, why do fans want him traded? I don't understand. I don't, I can't wrap my head around wanting Matthew Kachuk gone. Yes, he had a down year, but like we've talked about many times, he had a down year after suffering from a concussion in August. July, August, and, you know, conditioning, everything. Like, there was an asterisk on this season for a lot of players, and I think that he should be included in that. And Bruins agrees. And next year he does have that $9 million qualifying offer, and I don't know what the cap looks like yet. I don't have a crystal ball, and 
this is where I'm stuck, okay? So do you put all your eggs in one basket and work on re-signing Kachuk and Johnny? Do you shift to just working on signing Kachuk? Or do you try to do Mangiapani, Kachuk, and Gaudreau? And they are projected to have about $14 million in cap space, but how are you going to be able to do all of that? And you're putting yourself in a Vancouver Canuck-like situation with no cap space, and there's no wiggle room, and then you don't have money to go out and sign free agents or anything if you are you know, not alleviating some cap space. But then you look at things like, Okay, if they are focusing on just signing Kachuk, do they just sit there and say, okay, like this is our main focus, forget about Gaudreau. Our future is clearly with Matthew Kachuk and, you know, maybe Johnny just kind of goes to the back burner. And I can't help but think about the wonderful post-season exit interviews thingies that they did and they talked about how uh, there was no talks between Kachuk and the team for an extension. But Johnny was, he seemed a little more optimistic and hopeful uh, compared to Kachuk. So you have to, again, use your clues here, use your detective skills. I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to overanalyze anything. Could never be me. But again, what do you do if you are Brad Tree Living? If you have one move to make, are you re signing Kachuk or Gaudreau? How much money are you willing to put into the future of this franchise? I think that that is going to be the biggest step because you need to invest here in either of those two players. So. You know, we just have to sit and wait and see how things unfold. And coming up next, we are going to ask the million-dollar question. Why? And before we do that, though, I must talk to you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business and an online car part retailer. My favorite thing that has come out of uh, quarantining has been the amount of online shopping that I do And I love leaving uh, my bed to simply grab my debit card to place orders. I have done plenty of shopping, but I have not missed out on shopping from rockauto.com. Like I mentioned in the show before, my boyfriend has purchased an antenna for his car there. I have browsed for things for my car. And of course, you know, I trust him and I trust Rock Auto to offer me the best pricing because there is no middleman. There is no one there that is going to tell me, oh, you know, like this costs more because I'm not a mechanic. They're great for the do-it-yourselfers and everybody kind of in between. So head on over to rockauto.com today and use their How Did You Hear About Us box to write Locked On so they know that we sent you. Head on over to rockauto.com today to find the best deals and offers on all the parts your car or truck will ever need. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I have been asking myself this since I saw the influx of tweets. Why? Why on earth would you be okay with your organization trading 
Matthew Kachuk. Not trading for him, but trading him. Give me one solid reason how this helps your team. You cannot, because there isn't. There isn't a situation where you are getting a star player in return for him that is comparable to him. So, I will ask you again. Why would you be okay with your organization trading Matthew Kachuk? He has one down year, and suddenly fans are washing their hands of him, saying, oh, you know, he's not that good. He had a decrease of ice time, so, you know, Sutter doesn't really believe in him. Newsflash, buddies. Everybody had a decrease in time on ice under Daryl Sutter, okay? We've been talking about that from pretty much the start of Sutter's tenure here in Calgary, but you want to play better, okay? You want, you want the Flames to play better. You want them to make the playoffs. But you're getting rid of that top-line talent in exchange for what exactly? Seth Jones? What is Seth Jones going to do? Nothing. He's just going to eat up cap space that you could use to extend your current star players. But no. No. See, these are just hypotheticals that I'm getting upset about. <laughs> and I, I just I can't imagine wanting your star player gone. I cannot. Okay, so I <laughs> I am on Cap Friendly right now, and I'm looking at, and I am here with my boyfriend who is going to read me these trades and I, from the armchair GM tool, and I'm going to blind react to them. So, Bradley, so, Bradley, let us do that hockey. All right, so the first one, Matthew Tachuk to the Ottawa Senators in exchange for Eric Brandstrom, Austin Watson, the Senators' first-round pick this year. Uh, the, the pick they acquired okay. from San Jose Sharks in the second round, a third-round pick, and a sixth-round pick. Please don't ever quit your day job and try to become a lawyer or a GM or hockey-related anything. Thank you so much for coming today. Sean Monahan to the Philadelphia Flyers along with the third round pick in 2022 for Travis Konechny and Nolan Patrick. Um, I don't necessarily hate that, but I don't know. Travis Konechny just kind of bothers me. I don't know why. And I don't think him and his wife, girlfriend, and their newborn child are going to want to move internationally. And you have to look at Nolan Patrick's uh, migraine condition because, well, unfortunately, that is a big factor, and I don't necessarily think that it is a good idea. Sean Monahan is not going anywhere until he is healed. No team is going to take him. I also just want to clarify that I'm not, like, making fun of Nolan Patrick for his migraine condition. Uh, I don't think that that's what anybody would say, but I just want to make sure because, you know... No, just headaches are very serious, and I hope that Nolan Patrick continues his, you know, kind of pain management and migraine management. Um, migraines are no joke, so best of luck to him. And, of course, thank you, Bradley, for joining me for that uh, little segment here. I've only been hosting the show for 200-something episodes, and, well... He listens to me record them just about every day, and I'm glad I finally got him on. But anyways, back to Kachuk. Okay, so we're just going to laugh at all of these. I will post a link on my Twitter 
and in the show notes so y'all can find them as well and see if people are you know getting more out of pocket and while I'm recording this actually somebody just talked about how they've been in contact with the organization regarding the rumors and they are calling BS on them so take that for what you will and um, that's obviously a lot better than no comment so you know we can all kind of breathe a little bit maybe or you can get upset because you might be one of the people that uh, want one of your best players gone. Up to you. But anyways, coming up next, we are going to play devil's advocate and, of course, round out the show with some possibilities as to why Kachuk might be upset and why he might want out of Calgary. But first, let me talk to you about BetOnline AG. BetOnline AG is the trusted source for sports betting here at Locked On Podcast Network, and we wouldn't trust anyone else, and we wouldn't send our loyal listeners anywhere else besides Bet Online AG. They have fantastic, uh, you know, updating and live props, and they make it really easy to understand sports betting. As somebody who had little to no idea what was going on, to somebody who now has a little bit of a better idea of what's going on. I can fully recommend <laughs> Bet Online AG, and what you're going to want to do is sign up for your free account at Bet Online AG, and of course, use promo code Locked On to earn that 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit. Locked On Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Just Belmosto. You know, even though I mentioned that the organization is calling these rumors BS, I think that it is important to remember that no one is ever 100% happy in the workplace. You know, I don't like it when my coworkers decide to take their break in the middle of a rush during our biggest sale event. And I'm sure that you all have complaints about your workplace as well. So just like every other human, I'm sure Matthew Kachuk is also somebody who has complaints about his workplace. So why possibly? What could he possibly be upset about? Well, let's take it back to the bubble. You saw how frustrated he looked in Game 6 against Dallas. He was the only flame out there showing emotion, and he wasn't even on the ice. He was in the press box. He was so upset, and I felt really bad for him. He's probably tired of losing. I can't imagine being that good of a hockey player wasting away on a team like the Calgary Flames who does not seem to be making much progress in terms of being Stanley Cup contenders. And then, of course, you have the Jake Muzzin incident, which kind of, I think, was really a shift in the season. And I want to talk about this more in depth on like an episode. But that whole incident where Jake Muzzin threw the puck at Matthew and Matthew like got a little hot-headed and I believe that something was going on in the locker room before that and then that just kind of further pushed Matthew to the outside or you know the rift kind of got worse at that point but then you have to look at Sam Bennett being traded And David Riddick being traded, those were his best friends, you know. I'm sure that that's really hard. And Daryl Sutter came in and, you know, obviously had a hand in those sayings and a say in those tradings. And 
I'm sure that that's probably frustrating for him. And then, of course, how could we forget that Brady went on an Ottawa radio station and talked about how Matthew was told by Daryl Sutter to not go over and stretch with Brady anymore when they play each other. And I'm sorry, that is ridiculous. That is so upsetting. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, they're still opponents. They're still this. You know, they're not friends. That's right. They're more than friends. They're brothers. So in a year that, you know, they're not traveling home for the All-Star break, they're not traveling home on, you know, extended time off, they're not able to see their families, and their families aren't able to travel to their games because of COVID protocols and things like that, you need to let them see each other. And I think that that's so frustrating. I mean, I haven't been able to see my brother for a stretch of like nine months during this pandemic. And unfortunately, you know, FaceTime was all we had and it felt very nice to reconnect with him. So if they used that five minutes on warm-ups during warm-ups to reconnect and catch up, so what? They're stretching and they're still going to play the game. So I don't know. I am a firm believer in this team not trading him and I have a hard time rationalizing why anybody would want him traded so let's just recap today's episode all right so this all started because of a tweet that went out last night talking about how um a Sportsnet insider reporter analyst person said that Matthew Kachuk might be unhappy in Calgary. Talk about, you know, the people who do want him traded and why they're just wrong. And, of course, um, the reasons why he could be upset. But then, of course, the organization comes in to squash that. And I think that, you know, we could potentially see some damage control posts coming from the organization. I don't necessarily think they'll happen within the next, you know, 72 hours or anything, but I would expect them to stagger some Kachuk, you know, posts and things like that um, between now and maybe free agency. I don't know. Free agency is about a month away, so we'll have to see. Thank you all so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you have a fantastic Tuesday, and, you know, I'll see you tomorrow, and don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, rate, review, Locked on Flames, wherever you listen to your podcasts, share this with your friend, send it to your sister who loves Matthew Kachuk, send it to your neighbor who, I don't know, just airdrop them the link or something. And hang out with your family and listen to this. It is a family-friendly show. Listen to us on the commute. And thank you so much for making Locked on Flames part of your everyday routine.